Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I know, I thought Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks were tonight. Not on December 8th at Chase Field. Nice to have you aboard as we begin here. A busy program and, of course, a three-day sojourn here in the World Series in 2023. Welcome, folks. Good to have you with us at Chase Field here in downtown Phoenix. Yours truly, Christopher Russo, Colin Schmeling, Eddie Erickson in the house. Your phone calls here today, too. We've got plenty of football to do today. Let's not forget that. A lot of games last night. There will be a recap. Gary Danielson a little bit later on as our normal Monday spot. We won't put him on in the first half hour as we normally do at 4.30 Eastern. We'll put him on at 5.30 today because they're here until seven. Good job out of Steve Torrey on the flip. Tom McDonald. We haven't seen him in a long time. Going back to spring training days 20 years ago, it's good to have him with us as we chat. All right, lots to do here, getting out for Game 3 of the World Series. And who would have thought, you know, last week at this time, it was a Monday, it was in Philly, and the Diamondbacks trailed the Phillies three games to two, and it only felt like a matter of time before the Phillies would win the pennant. And then host, of course, uh, well, they wouldn't host. They would have been playing Texas. Well, you know, in actuality, you know, they'd be Game 3 and be in Philly tonight. So, because they wouldn't have had home field against Texas. So, from that standpoint, who would have thought a week later we'd be sitting here in Phoenix getting ready for a game three at a game of peace with the Diamondbacks having did what they did to the uh, uh, Phillies. And then, by the same token, doing a hell of a job there a couple days ago because we've gone through this a thousand times and you lose those games like they lost on Friday night. To bounce back the next day, that is not that easy. I mean, they blew the game in the ninth, the home run by Garcia in the 11th. We've gone through the history of Major League Baseball. When you lose those first games like that, nine times out of ten, more than that, 95% of the time you do not win a World Series. you got to beat them five times. So the fact that Arizona got off the deck so quickly in game two, won the game going away, nine to one, seven runs in the last three innings. Merrill Kelly was superb. Give him credit. This kid was in Korea for a good part of his career. He was in Korea, and he pitched well against the Phillies. He pitched very well there last week uh, when he had a pitch, uh, you know, a, a very, very good ball game. Was it in game six? He pitched an excellent game in game six when they had their backs to the wall, and he was very, very good there last night. And so we give Kelly all the credit in the world and give the Diamondbacks, who are very resourceful, they're gritty. I had Dayton Moore on TV today, and yes, the ballpark was empty, and yes, it was open, and yes, I've been in Phoenix now for 24 hours, and there has been some retirement proclamations, but nobody's been nasty. Nobody's been nasty, and Derek Hall was great, who's the CEO of the ball club. We had him on high heat today, too. Lavello, we think, tomorrow on the TV, maybe a little radio. So, I mean, I don't want to say it's a welcome mat, but it has not been a scenario where, you know, they've barged, locked the doors, and thrown away the key, making sure I don't get in. But the bottom line is, Arizona did a tremendous job in that second game with those nine runs, seven in the last three innings. They are resourceful. Pham has four hits. He gets some goodwill by letting the kid pinch it in the ninth for him because the game was, on, was sort of over. He wanted the kid to get the at-bat. The kid does an excellent job and gets, uh, gets the at-bat there in that ninth inning. Kelly, we just discussed. Lavello understands. Arizona's been very good at home. And now Texas, little onus on the Rangers as they play these next three ball games in this ballpark. A Texas team that, by the way, has not lost a road playoff game yet this year. Eight straight for the Rangers on the road. Two in Tampa, two in Baltimore. And, of course, the uh, four games in Houston are two on the back end. So from that standpoint, Texas is comfortable playing away from home. And we shall see here. They got hit by a right hand the other night, Texas. I mean, you know, Montgomery's been very, very good. They had that unbelievable win there on Friday night. They thought it'd be a little mojo. As I said to you about mojo with these starting pitchers after you lose those kind of games, you need to stabilize the game. 
Keep it stabilized. Make sure you don't give up four runs in the first inning, a la what the A's did in game two when Gibson hit the homer in 88. They fell behind 3-0 in game two. Quickly, Hershiser, and that's all she wrote. So Kelly stabilized the game, which is the most important thing. And then, of course, the offense eventually scored some runs against that Texas bullpen and they won the game going away. And now it's a whole different deal. We told you we thought that this would be a long... These are flawed teams. These are not the 2018 Red Sox against the 98 Yankees. You know, those teams, we couldn't beat them. I mean, the Red Sox were great. They won a million playoff games. Three in Houston. They won two out of three in L.A. That was a great team. Beat the Yankees. I mean, that was a, uh, that, that was a uh, beat the Yankees uh, two straight games at Yankee State. That was a hell of a team. The 98 Yankees are the 98 Yankees. I mean, you know, top four or five teams in the history of Major League Baseball. You know, you know who the teams are. The 76, 75 Reds, the 39 Yankees. You want to put uh, Ruth and Garrick in there in 27? I mean, those are your great teams. Maybe that Oriole team in 70 with the 420 game winners. I mean, those are the great teams. And the Yankee team and the Red Sox team of recent year fits that category. These two do not. These two do not. You got Scherzer pitching tonight. It's been awful. And who knows with him. And remember, Max, I don't want to hear about an injury. If you're injured, don't pitch. If you pitch, you're not injured. Against Fort tonight, who, you know, if he gives them four or five innings, you'd be happy if you're a, if you're a uh, Diamondback fan. And then, of course, they're going to go bullpen game in game four. So I think because of that, I think this game's a little more important for the uh, Diamondbacks because you got Evaldi in game five. I'm figuring he's going to be a lot better than he was the other night. And then, of course, in, uh, you have Gray tomorrow against a Diamondback bull, bullpen game. So I actually, and, and Texas has won eight straight in a row on the road. So I would think you'd want to stop that from a Ranger perspective because who knows? Maybe they just went through the whole table and went three road games here. I don't think it will happen because I think this is going to be a long. I think Arizona once again proved some of that there the other night. This seems to me that's going to be a long, involved series. And this is, uh, you know, the first series game in this ballpark in uh, 22 years. Remember, they have had three years of postseason baseball in this ballpark. I mean, they lost a five-game series uh, to Milwaukee in 2011 in the divisional round. And they lost to Colorado in four straight games for the pennant in 2007 when the Red Sox beat the Rockies to win the World's Championship. And the Rockies won like 21 of 22. Uh, but in 2001, we know that wonderful World Series with the Yankees, the backdrop of 9-11, Bush throwing out the first pitch in Game 3, the Yankees losing the first two games. The Yankees are a big favorite in that World Series, even though Johnson and Schilling pitched for Arizona. Yankees have won three straight World Series at that time. So it was like the Yankees won 98, 99, 2000. Uh, the 2000 team was somewhat fortunate because they really limped home at the end of the year. But the 2001 Yankee team, remember, the Mariners that year won 116 games. And the A's had the Yankees dead to right to 2-0. Jeter made the flip play, and away we go. So the Yankees were somewhat fortunate to get to that World Series, but with Torrey and Mariano and everything else, they had all that great moxie. Lose the first two games. They come back at home. They win three straight. Uh, they won crazy games with two-run homers by Tino in the ninth inning of one game to tie it. Won it in the extra frame on Jeter. Missed in November, the famous call. And then the following day, Brochus tied the game up, and the Yankees won a game in the 12th inning. So Arizona in 20, in 01 took unbelievable body blows. Two games they lost. Two, not one. Not like the other night. Two they lost in the ninth inning. Came back, 
here, trail 3-2, they destroyed Pettit and Jay Ratasek, if you remember correctly, in game six. Everybody talking about Pettit tipping pitches. Diamondbacks scored about 20 million runs. They killed him that night. And then in game seven, you had Schilling against Clemens, the first big game. Now, listen, Clemens, in a lot of ways, earned his stripes with the Yankees with that performance. An excellent performance by, by Clemens. Schilling, good, too. Soriano hit a home run in the eighth inning, 2-1 Yankees. And then Finley got a hit in the bottom of the eighth to make sure it wasn't a one, two, three, when Torre used Mariano for two innings and getting six outs. And then Grace, who, if he didn't get to hit Finley in the eighth, would not have let off the ninth. Grace was a tremendous professional hitter. Got a base hit, next thing you know, with an error, a force bunt, and a bad play by Brochers. Trabe could have gotten a double play. Womack, a double in the middle of it. Uh, the Diamondbacks and a bloop single by Gonzalez. The Diamondbacks won a championship. Joey Colangelo there behind home plate. And remember, this has been a very good sports town and an area for a long time. The Cardinals have been here for a long time. Frank Cush coached here for a long time. They had some good basketball teams in the Wooden era a long, long time ago. And obviously the Suns, you know, have been in a couple of finals. Let's see. Uh, they're 76 against the Celtics. They were in that 93 final. They were in three finals and they got swept by the Bucks. So, and Phoenix is the first team in and they haven't won a championship yet. The only championship this place has is the Diamondbacks in, in 2001. And that was a Diamondback team that was put together with trades, free agency, you know, Johnson, a free agent, Schilling, uh, you know, was a trade from the Phillies. You know, Finley was a trade. Matt Williams uh, was a free agent. That, that was sort of a team that Colangelo wanted to put together quickly because he wasn't sure if baseball would stick over a long period of time without an immediate winner. So he tried that approach, and he got the title, but then they kind of fell off. This is a different kind of Diamondback team. I think it's caught everybody a little bit by surprise. 84 wins, sort of a little bit like the Royals in the 2015 and 2014. Play good defense, put the ball in play. Not an unbelievable amount of household names, but they're gritty. They're very gritty. They've proved that. Got to give them credit. They have proved that whether I think they should be here or not, whether the Phillies let it go, who cares, Bouncing back after game one, they just, you know, the Diamondbacks are the Diamondbacks. They've earned every opportunity here uh, to see if they can beat Texas. Somebody, listen, nobody's going to sweep these three games, even Texas with the eight straight in the road uh, in the postseason. Uh, if you had to ask me right now, I think Texas will walk out of here up 3-2. That's me from afar, but I've gotten Arizona wrong from day one, so you can't go by me. But I think Texas, if anybody's going to win two out of three, I think it's going to be the Rangers. I really do. Phillies won a game here with Wheeler. But they came up 2-0. So, I mean, you know, I mean, listen, but even if the Diamondbacks fell behind 3-2, I certainly wouldn't rule them out this time like I did last time if they went to Texas down 3-2. Because they, last time against the Phillies, a far more imposing place to play than Globe Field, whatever it's called, down in Texas. But it's a World Series night. It's game three. Uh, we had an excellent first game. I did not see the ratings, by the way. I don't know if America's caught on yet. Uh, but I told you last week, you know, the weekend, you got to get through the weekend with all the NFL. You know, the, nobody was going to pay too much attention. There was no game last night, which was unfortunate because the Bears-Chargers was unwatchable. But, uh, and, you know, tonight's game, I've, I've seen the Raiders so much. I'm sick of Garoppolo. Uh, I don't want, Lions are fun. I get it. But I'm not that wrapped up in it. This is where the World Series can gain a little juice from a national perspective. I'm sure they had about 8, 9 million in the first two games. From a national perspective, this is where the World Series can gain a little juice. They got three straight games here at 8 o'clock at night with two competitive teams that are probably in this for the long haul in this seven-game series. No, unless, you care, unless, you, unless you care about Spurs' sons tomorrow night, there's not a ton of NBA stuff. 
or and nobody. It's first week of the year. You don't care about the hockey and the football. There's no football. So baseball's got a chance to latch on this week with you know three as many as five ball games. Next Saturday, game seven would be tricky because Alabama hosts LSU, Washington's at USC. But baseball will take that. If they get a Saturday game and a seventh game, they'll take it. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.